Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spiritual Nomad Podcast. It's been about a month since I've posted an episode. It was the Divinity of Desire that was the last episode that I recorded. And uh, yeah, lots gone on in the past month. A lot of busyness, a lot of things happening. And um, I can't believe it's already been a month since I posted an episode. I know that I said I was going to try to get one up every month. And I realized the solution to the problem of creating spiritual nomad content has to do with uh, inspiration, sheer inspiration uh, for creating this sort of content. And I realized that I've been pretty preoccupied with other things and nothing has really triggered uh, anything to necessarily share. All the time I'm thinking about spiritual things. I'm very in tune uh, with the infinite and I'm always sort of having these sort of experiences and uh, uh, centering and grounding and meditation, but um, I sometimes am like, you know, to record an episode or to like formulate a particular idea to be able to communicate to you folks uh, sometimes just doesn't come and I just don't really feel any sort of pressure. <laughs> maybe that's bad, maybe that's indifferent, I don't know, to record a particular topic. Uh, to share. And so uh, I this has always been just an ongoing project. It's been a um, just sort of a labor of love here and there. I mean, I've been doing this for almost four years, and I think there's only like, I don't know, 50 or so episodes. So obviously, it's very sporadic. Um, and it comes in seasons. And I realize that it's because of inspiration. When I'm inspired about something or fired up about something, whether that is people that have sent me a direct message or uh, just random ideas and thoughts that I need to um, externally process, um, I record and share with you all. And um, it's always fun to see feedback on those things. And so I've been thinking about um, getting more inspiration for Spiritual Nomad. Um, I need to just uh, engage with some of these topics a little bit more that formulate a particular topic to uh, relay to you folks. So all of that to say, uh, I was inspired last night uh, whenever I ran across a particular Instagram post. And after I saw this Instagram post, um, I took to my Instagram stories and posted a little thought about uh, this post from this cool, trendy, hit pastor that has some very traditional thoughts that are pretty harmful to folks, and um, realized that I should make a podcast episode about it because I was inspired uh, by this particular individual's uh, rhetoric and ideas to deconstruct his thought and idea, but also to help reconstruct some sort of idea. Um, and I think that that is where Spiritual Nomad is going to be going. It's really going to be more so me um, deconstructing ideas, but not just leaving it there, reconstructing ideas. I don't think that it's necessarily helpful any longer to just deconstruct everything for some folks. That's very helpful. If that's you in this season, by all means, continue to deconstruct. But I do think mature, healthy spirituality comes to a point of reformation. And uh, not to be confused with the old Reformation of John Calvin and all those fine gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you could catch the sarcasm there. Um, they're fine. They're good. They got some good things to say. A lot of bad things, but some good things to say. Everybody's got something to say. Hey, when you know how to listen 
everyone's the guru, right? When you know how to listen, everyone is the guru. So everybody's got something good to say. Um, and so even this gentleman that I'm critiquing has good things to say. That's why I follow him on Instagram. Um, but I do think that deconstruction is beneficial and healthy. And I also think that somewhere along that timeline, reconstruction, reformation is the goal, is healthy, is mature. Um, I believe that having that sort of uh, non-reaction to everything you see, read, hear is um, a master. I think it's more of a master's mind. I think it's more of a um, a bridled heart and tongue and mind to not be uh, triggered off put or offset by everything around you is a form of mastery and is a form um, really of a uh, a true teacher um, and not that everybody has to be that but also a true disciple in the true word of disciple the root words discipline for disciple to be disciplined to not always be reactionary to everything uh, that comes your way. And a lot of deconstruction is we are just reacting to all of the things and people and uh, rhetoric that is around us. And for a season of time, that's okay. But growing up means uh, to have tension held without emotional reactions um, to things that might be paradox to you. So uh, for instance, I'm a pastor and church planter. For a lot of people, they can't handle any pastor or church planter. It might be weird to hear a pastor or church planter talk about Buddhist ideas. Um, that's part of reconstruction is holding tension from where we understand and find truth. Because if we know how to listen, everyone is the guru. So um, that's a big, long way of uh, me talking about um, why I want to jump back into a lot of spiritual nomad stuff. Um, because I think we need help through the deconstruction and ex-evangelical movement. I think that deconstruction and stuff's been going on for some years now. Maybe you're used to it and uh, or you're new to it, rather. Uh, I started deconstructing and using that language in 2015. It's almost 2021, um, and it's the fastest-growing uh, faith tradition <laughs> in the United States is, is people who deconstruct their faith. So uh, I feel a sort of obligation to help people reconstruct their faith as they take it apart. Um, we used to ride dirt bikes a lot when I was a kid, and um, we had two-stroke dirt bikes, if you're familiar with that at all, a two-cycle engine. Sounds more like a weed eater, if you will. And um, they needed the new... Two strokes need new top ends. They need new piston and rings about, you know, every winter, every other winter, depending on how much you ride. And we would take the engine apart, fine, but then we would have to take it to a master mechanic to have him uh, put the new piston and rings in and make sure that the timing is set and all of that um, for the motor. And so I think many of us, we're very good at, and it's easy to take apart things, but we need people who are master mechanics, if you follow the analogy, to put things back together. And I think through my journey, and I continue, I'm not saying that I am a completed master by any means, but I do think I can help people reformulate faith in some way that makes sense for them, that is healthy and beneficial uh, for themselves and the healing of the world around them. And all of that to say, deconstruction is a healthy part of the journey. 
Uh, I suppose I should read to you uh, what sparked this whole podcast episode and why I'm getting fired up about Spiritual Nomad again. I took a screenshot of this uh, Nathan Finocino. I don't know. I thought it was Pinocchio at first, but Nathan Finocchino, who I learned is a, a, just a pastor's kid, not just a pastor's kid. That sounds derogatory because guess who else is a pastor's kid? Uh, myself. Uh, Nathan Finocchino. I was going through some of his questions that he was putting on his uh, Instagram, and somebody asked a question, thoughts on deconstruction and exvangelical. And his response was, people who never were properly discipled reacting to the fact that they were never properly discipled. So much to the point that their personal journey of becoming the sole interpreter of reality and truth very rarely ever return to confessional Christianity. Now, I completely disagree with with him. I think that actually proper discipleship would invite people into a sort of deconstruction and into a sort of thinking about their faith in some sort of critical way, but I don't even like the word critical, thoughtful way. I think correct discipleship asks more questions than it provides answers. I think correct discipleship invites us into the bigger mystery of the unknown and doesn't seek to have its end in mind when it begins. I think that that is taken actually directly from Jesus and the rabbinical tradition. Jesus asked like something like 300 something questions and only gave three solid foundational answers. Essentially what this guy is saying is if you go into the deconstruction and exvangelical route, you will never return to what is already proven to be true. How are we supposed to just blindly trust what is already proven to be true? How did those people get to what they believed what is true? How did any of this ever get to be without curiosity, exploration, freedom, and license to explore? So, I don't think that this deconstruction movement is a result of bad discipleship. I think that the destructive evangelical movement of just trying to cookie cut every single person is the result of poor discipleship. So once again, I'm a pastor and church planter and I care about the local church and I believe in clergy and all of this stuff. And I think that it's actually completely ass backwards to what he is saying. So once again, deconstruction, the invitation to reconsider faith, the invitation to see through different lenses is completely foundational to, first and foremost, the, the Hebrew faith. Uh, it was a, a Jewish rabbi, I forget who it was, that said that, that faith is like that of a diamond, that once you see through one side, you can turn it just a little bit and see a whole new world of beauty. It's all of these lenses, all of these facets, all of these different perspectives and takes on this very beautiful, big mystery that is faith in God. And so to tell people that they are not allowed to explore because they're not going to return back to their home 
is, frankly, it's BS because myself included, I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in the church, pursued vocational ministry myself, was entrusted to to take over a, a large church in the Midwest. And I decided to, you know, put a stick of dynamite in that whole plan and move out to San Diego and try to do my own thing. It didn't work out. And through struggle and hardship and trying to figure out how to provide for my family and all of this stuff, I've come back around to a form of Christian faith. It might not be exactly confessional faith or evangelical faith, but it is a Christian faith that I hold to. It is certainly Christ-centered in its approach. And so I am a living example of the freedom of discipleship. And nobody walked through that with me. That's why I started the Spiritual Nomad podcast, because I have been a spiritual nomad. I've been the nomad. I've been the person seeking and searching and wandering around, kicking dirt by myself, trying to figure out what to believe, what to think, how do I process, just trusting the own my own spirit that God has given me. And guess what? That's exactly what Jesus said to do. Jesus said that he has given us the spirit of truth that will lead us into all truth. So if we really have the Holy Spirit within us, we should not be scared of deconstruction. We should not be scared of people not associating with our evangelical tribe. We should trust that the Holy Spirit is faithful. And if we've discipled people correctly, it won't be that they've had a confessional faith. It's that they are aware of the living Holy Spirit within them that leads, guides, corrects, prunes, invites, brings blessing, brings reproof, all of those things. Correct discipleship is awareness to the Holy Spirit that is alive, that is in us, among us, through us, that is seeking healing and restoration in this world by means of me, you, us together. That's good discipleship. That's good discipleship. Connection to, awareness of, obedience to, and I know that word has some connotation to it, just go with it, obedience to the leading, prompting, and guiding of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that it's faithful to always lead you to truth. It's always faithful to lead you to the Father. Once again, if you have trouble with that language, uh, we'll talk about that at some point too. It's all part of the reconstruction part of, uh, of life. So, Hopefully that this is a big, long rant. Hopefully uh, it's coherent. Um, there's no show notes or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm riffing on this and I, I hope that it's um, hope that it resonates, hope that it's helpful, hope that you feel uh, like you've found some sort of person that can speak a language with you. Hopefully you found a uh, particular hope for a, a new version of pastors. That's really a big desire of mine is to start different kinds of churches that um, have re- are returning to more of a spiritual essence. I think we've lost the spiritual essence of the Christian faith in a lot of ways. Um, I think we have lost pastors who just want to see people flourish and have their well-being. Uh, we've We've traded that for pastors who want to get people to articulate the right sort of um, theology and doctrine, and um, I have no interest in that, but I have complete interest in pursuing 
ministry in a way that is reimagined. Uh, that's ancient, actually, but it's the ancient new way. So also probably won't be doing as many YouTube uh, videos with this because um, I've been thinking about how I can get these thoughts out, how I can get content out faster and more quickly. And I think that the fastest way to get content out is the way that I started is just by podcasting in my bedroom, hanging out. I'm literally sitting on the floor next to my bed. So my mattress can be used as some sort of uh, <laughs> uh, sound insulation and uh, it's not conducive for a video. So I'm just going to start recording these, throwing them up short, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute podcasts, uh, have some guests that are going to come on. Uh, I've been really digging this um, podcast called the Tao of Christ and um, Mitchell Davis, Marshall Davis, sorry, Marshall Davis. Um, I've been emailing with him, so I'm going to have him on the podcast. Uh, I've really dug his approach to mystic Christianity. He was an evangelical pastor for like 40 years who is went a uh, contemplative route and does a podcast called The Tao of Christ. And uh, it's, it's great. So I'm going to have him on soon, have some guests on. Uh, but the quickest, most easiest way for me to curate content is to plug in my uh, microphone to my computer, hit record and upload it and um, get your thoughts from it. So some YouTube uh, will be included, but for the most part, it's just going to go back to more audio format. I think that's my bread and butter. So hopefully this episode has been helpful for you. Uh, a little ranty, a little ravey, a little uh, unguided, uh, but hopefully coherent in some way and helpful to you. Uh, as you go about nomading and understanding yourself in the great spirit of God. Have a great week, friends. See you later.